0: We interrupt your Wednesday afternoon for a very special live edition of LinkedIn Live in the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everybody welcome once again i'm jimmy young from pro cannabis media the founder every wednesday afternoon a little bit after four we're always looking to talk live with entrepreneurs and people that are the movers and the shakers in the cannabis industry and we're joined by one now in our backyard of massachusetts in cape cod massachusetts well fleet to be specific the real Cape Cod, if you will. Derek D'Ambrosio joins us from Cape Cod Cannabis. Derek, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Jimmy. It's an honor. You're a legend. I love what you're doing, and I'm happy to be here, brother.
0: <laughs> and you'll get my check in the mail. Thank you so much. Uh, Derek, first of all, explain to people why I said, and I think you understand what I where I was coming from when I said the real Cape Cod in Wellfleet, because a lot of people think the Cape begins in Mashby and Falmouth and the New, Seabier, New Seabury area, where I have a lot of friends. But the real Cape is Chatham, Wellfleet, Churro, Provincetown, right?
1: Yes, the outer Cape, the deeper, you know, we're not the necessary, the tourist hub. Um, there's um, a vast diversity of people around us. My town Wellfleet is known for oysters. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of fishermen, a lot of hippies. Um, uh, It's an artistic community. It's fantastic. So a lot of locals, a lot of like, you know, the real people, the real people from Cape Cod that live there year round. And those are the people I love and I'm happy to serve.
0: Yeah, it's a great area. It's it's truly uh, completely different than uh, the closer to the canal group, if you will. Uh, that that being said, you guys opened in April of this year. How's had first of all, how was the journey to even get the doors open, and then how has reaction been in your community for being open?
1: So it's been super easy. I think everybody should do it. You know. Uh, It only took us like three years and a million dollars. So if you have that type of time and money, (laughs) and you want a glorified liquor store, you know, basically, come on down. You should definitely sign up. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I'm joking, of course. You know, it it was a struggle. It was. uh, uh, It it did seem impossible at one point. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to open and we we sunk everything into it but we were super lucky we have an amazing team and uh i couldn't be happier this is literally my dream come true i get to legally sell cannabis for a living so every morning i pinch myself you know uh my my worst day or most people's best day so i'm i'm honored and happy to be here and just happy to be in the game
0: yeah and And as
1: far as the people they've been great you know
0: Fantastic. Do you have a do you have a vertical do you have a grow area too or not?
1: We're we're pre-approved in Mashpee yeah. for our 10,000 square foot grow. We should oh, cool. be breaking ground on that soon, so we will have amazing indoor top-notch quality product that's grown on the Cape, sold in the Cape, distributed from the Cape. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Cape Cod chips. People come down to the Cape for rest and relaxation. What better product than cannabis to help you relax? Uh, we do have the largest adult use dispensary on the Cape, uh, and if you look at our Google reviews, a lot of people say that we have the most educated staff, and that uh, we did win the Weed Maps Menu of the Year 2020 award. So woohoo! You know we opened on Congrats. 420 of this year. I heard that had something to do with cannabis. I thought it would be a good day. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And it and it certainly doesn't. And, and that 420 mantra still still exists for a lot of for a lot of people and and certainly for this industry too. Um how has business gone? Now you're coming through the end, you know, it's after Labor Day, so the tourist season has abated a bit on the outer cape. Um do you feel like you've got enough population, enough following uh, to sustain it throughout the year there?
1: Oh, so one thing I have to say is, if you look at in in a, the big picture, cannabis has outsold opioids and we're not even legal in every state and they give away opioids. So the demand is definitely there. Uh, as far as the seasonal population, of course, uh, kids are back in school. We don't have as many tourists as we did during the peak season, but we expected that. We prepared for the worst, you know, but uh, with COVID and with the way things have changed, so many people have moved out of the big cities. Uh, The Cape has traffic all year round now. There's so many people down here and we have all walks of life that come into our store. So our average demographic in the daytime is a lot older than the average demographic. At the nights you know so we we have people who most people when they come in they're not looking to get high they're looking for pain relief they're looking for something to help them sleep to help them keep, be creative or uh, socialize anti-anxiety and stress so uh, we have products for everyone every type of product whether you want flour tinctures topicals edibles you name it we've got it you know cbd delta eight. CBG, CBN, melatonin, whatever you want, I've got something for you. So we've been blessed, our customers love us and um, I'm very happy.
0: Yeah, it's funny, you, you, you rattle off the cannabinoids, uh, you know, CBD, CBN, CBG, half that stuff is foreign to most of the people that come into your store, I'm guessing. You mentioned already, a lot of people come in looking to get educated, um, and, and I, I, always call quote, Beth Waterfall from elevate, uh, new England, Northeast, uh, where she said on one of our shows, you know, there are no experts in the cannabis industry right now, because it's so early in the game, we're still learning about this plant. We're still, you know, the research is barely being accepted and you're barely being re- the, the research that's going on, um, is now finally leaving that university of Mississippi stuff that's out there that's been in freezers for 18 years uh, to the actual stuff that you're going to be growing and can be researched this is actually a huge um, opportunity for those in the industry to get even more learned about the various cannabinoids and about the various strains that are out there that you're selling in your store legally that have been tested you know exactly what's in it but getting that feedback from the public. We're all in this together and it's still so early in the development of the industry, right?
1: It's so exciting. I mean, I'm 42. I've been selling cannabis since I was 15, Jimmy. So I'm not an expert. I still learn stuff every single day. So if somebody does claim to be a, a master grower <laughs> <laughs> or if they do claim to be experts, um, I'd really, start asking some serious questions i mean i have an employee that's invested thousands of dollars and hundreds of man hours and training to become a certified gangier and if you ask him he's not even an expert right so we're just on the edge but it's changed so much from you know i got into this because my mother battled cancer her whole life and she used it to help pain and appetite and sleep um so the stuff that she used to buy back in the day where she would spend i don't know 10 bucks for a lid and you know it was basically a four finger bag uh that stuff obviously those old land races it's a lot different like than the stuff that's out there today the wrapper weed that's 30 percent thc where she it's you know unfortunately she's no longer with us but if she tried smoking that stuff today you know she wouldn't even be able to handle a puff never mind she used to be able to do in the old tie stick and stuff. So right. every customer is different, you know. Um some people like sweet and salty, other people, you know, uh, like spicy food. So whatever right. like your personal taste profiles are, we recommend using a journal and keeping track of what you consume, how you consume, how it tastes to you, how it made you feel, because it's so overwhelming and it's so difficult. I know when i walk into a store even though i'm not your average consumer i'm probably a little more advanced yeah uh, i still feel like a kid in a candy shop you know i have to kind of pee like i get so excited like oh look at all the different options you know and when i get to go tour a facility and and look behind the curtain and see how it's made um it's so exciting for me so for for me to be able to like give that same experience to other people and and help them make the right choice it's about educating the consumer and really that's the responsibility of people at my level at the dispensary owner level to be able to give the tools the training and the resources to our bud tenders so that they can talk to the customers on the front line and and listen you know you have to know what questions to ask and then listen to the responses for you to be able to give a good recommendation And if all of that goes successful, then the customer should be happy with the product and come back. And that's my ultimate goal.
0: Yeah, no, and and it's great. And it, and by the way, it sounds great. But as you know, in theory, every single person who walks out of that store with your product may have a different experience with their own endocannabinoid system and metabolism than what you had or what I had. And therein lies the real challenge is to tell people that no matter what product you have as you go, you got to start low and go slow. That's the mantra of most of the <laughs> ca- cannabinoid uh, medicine doctors and nurses that are out there. My pal, Sherry Tuckus from Green Nurse preaches that all the time. And oh, yeah. you know I buy into it. However, I will tell you that even the most experienced and longtime users sometimes make mistakes and you overdo it. And it you know you're not going to die it's an uncomfortable experience but you will get through it how do you prepare your customers just in case they may take twice as much of an edible as they really intended to do <laughs> didn't that happen to you i knew i was waiting i set that up didn't i
1: <laughs> you did so that's a yeah it ha- okay wait wait yeah it her. happened
0: to me okay i admit it now tell me what i could have done <laughs>
1: okay so and again like you mentioned earlier everybody's body is different so this is this is something that first whenever somebody's going to buy an edible we've trained our bud tenders to ask the right questions so ask them if they have experience with edibles Uh, because an edible goes through your liver right It, it affects your body differently it gives you more of a body high Right. Um. And it, it takes longer for onset. It can take up to three hours to hit and it can last eight hours or longer.
0: Boom. And when <laughs> so, it hits, you know it. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the rookie move is you take half a one and you're like, dude, I don't even feel anything. And you take another half before, you know, it, you're face down on the beach. Right. You don't want that to happen. No. Now, it, luckily, it's not like salting your food, where if you take too much, it's too big. Like, there's nothing you can do. Right. Um, there are some things that have been known to have effects on some people. And yep. the three different things I've heard of and that I've tried, yep. uh, and they work for me, obviously the first one is number, is CBD. Yep. So for, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, CBD acts like a counterweight where right. um, if it's a one for one, I'm not saying that it uh, exactly cancels out the other one but you're never gonna get super high taking anything with a lot of CBD in it. Right. Uh, so it actually kind of pulls you down a little bit. But right. black pepper underneath the tongue um, <laughs> and orange juice are also things that have been known and reported to bring people down. Yep. So if you have CBD, black pepper and orange juice, you know who's to say you don't throw some CBD in your orange juice Put black pepper under your tongue for a couple minutes and wash it all down with the CBD orange juice concoction. That will usually work. But if all else fails, sometimes you just have to white glove it. I mean, just hold on and enjoy the ride. And you know, nobody's ever OD'd from it, so don't get paranoid.
0: Right. And
1: focus and breathe, and try to relax, and then just right. enjoy it.
0: And we both know- also go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to yeah, say we so- both know, and we both know that people when they get one of those uncomfortable experiences from dosing too much, okay? Uh, they do go to the hospital and th- the hospital is just gonna put an intravenous in you and let you ride it out and hydrate you and keep you safe. But you can do that at home, maybe not uh, intravenous uh, fluids, but you can easily ride your way through it with hydration, relaxation, going to be fine you gotta you've got to walk your brain through that experience right oh
1: yeah definitely set the set the mood put on some good music <laughs> put on a, a Cheech and con a chong uh, video <laughs> you know enjoy it man embrace the roots it's gonna I, be I will, okay.
0: al- I will also say something else i noticed from my little excursion my little oops this week the more active i was the more i was in control of the high it was when i was sitting still and either working or looking at something and it would just keep creeping and creeping and then it just kind of took over. And I felt like, keep your mind active a little bit and you'll get through it. But I do wanna segue from the medical discussion, if you will, into the entrepreneurial discussion, because you're more than just a a manager uh, of a, a dispensary on Cape Cod, you also have a little limo service that you've done. And now you might be actually combining the two can you walk me through some of the ideas that you're doing with your limo service
1: sure thank you for bringing that up jimmy so i own elite limo which uh, is a private chauffeur service in boston i'm a partner with a a company called blue nile livery which does the the normal airport transfer stuff yeah so we have uh any type of vehicle you want from a black car like a, a a Cadillac or Mercedes sedan Mm -hmm. up to uh, party buses. And uh, I have a new Rolls Royce Ghost. So if you want to see my fleet, you can go to viewourfleet.com and you can see all the vehicles. Um, I got into the cannabis business through my transportation company. I'm a a take charge kind of leader. I like to lead by example. Uh, I also love driving nice cars. So uh, that's why I got into that business to begin with. Uh, So one of my clients had a couple mansions down in the Cape. He was, uh, he's a venture capitalist and I personally drove him around for years. And uh, I, you know, at lunch at the Palms one day, I said, hey, sir, you know, uh, how come you're not in the cannabis industry? And he said, you know, he looked into it but he didn't have anybody he could trust in that space and i said well you trust me with your life you know (laughs) i drive you and your family around for years right so uh, i don't know if you know this about me but here's my corey record i've been selling cannabis since i was 15 so i know a thing or two about selling it and uh, one thing led to the other and he uh, basically helped put the team together and quarterback the whole thing so i'm just a little piece of the pie you know there's I have an amazing team. I couldn't have done it without them. They're the ones that really, you know, put it all together. I've been there from the start and I'm just happy to be part of it. Um, but the the limo business is something that is still going on. I do a lot of tours. We do these private tours for VIP customers where we take them to Newport or up to Maine or um doing winery tours and so on. Mm-hmm. So, I get to tour factories, like the cultivation and manufacturing facilities before I even take any of their product into my retail store yeah. or dispensary. So, and I'm a consumer for cannabis and I'm like, oh, this is one of the coolest things ever. One of our vendors, um, Nature's Heritage, their premium supplier in Massachusetts, they did this Wonka bar contest where they put golden tickets in their eighths of Wonka bar flowers. So anybody that got a golden ticket could go tour their factory. And I'm like, hey, that's a genius idea. I could easily set this up in Massachusetts. So I reached out to Coast Cannabis, who uh, it's a husband and wife duo. They're from Dorchester originally. They have a place down in Wareham. They make some of the best chocolates and gummies and vapes in the industry. Um, And we put together this little, cannabis tourism project that we've been working on. And basically any VIPs or anybody that uh, that wants to, they can get together and they get to pick what vehicle they want. How many people will be in their group? Up to 10 people max. Um, we take them down, they can tour the factory, see behind the curtain how it's all made. And then they come by to my dispensary, we give them a little swag bag. And then it's a private customizable tour where the vehicle will take them anywhere they want. So they can see lighthouses or sales or get the whole Cape Cod experience. Uh, We're doing it, we're starting it now. And from now until Christmas, uh, we're giving 5% of our tours back to uh, the last prisoner project. These are nonviolent cannabis prisoners. And any of them that have children, uh, we're giving money to the prisoners for them to be able to buy their Christmas gifts for their kids. Nice. So from now until Christmas, 5% of every tour will go to that. So it's going to be a good cause. Um, we have a couple other suppliers or like partners that we work with that we're putting the tours together too. So, uh, in the future, you'll be able to go more than just to see coast. You might be able to see other vendors that we're working with and we're open to using our cannabis, our, our limo company to be able to give you transportation to different parts of the state. So you can see behind the scenes in any area of the state that you want to be in. So we're excited. We think it's a a great opportunity and we're really looking forward to start doing this.
0: Yeah, I think it's a a great idea. And uh, we we just came back from uh, our own little limo, me. Uh, going out to western mass to insa to visit their east hampton facility and their springfield facility and when i saw their springfield facility and by the way it's in a it's in a former lux gourmet burger place right down the street from the basketball hall of fame you talk about a, a double header if you will um oh, but yeah. the The point the point is, it was truly a destination destination dispensary, because I'd never seen some of the things that I'd seen inside that dispensary. And I wonder um, how you might be able to do that on the Cape and now take it to the next level. As you know, it is a tourist destination Cape Cod um with the advent of more and more cannabis tourism and we are going to be talking about this on our green rush live show on friday i would think that you might find some cannabis friendly bnbs on the cape or even 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 a wing of the chatham bars Inn. maybe we could go talk to them and and see if they'd be interested in it especially in the off season because i think people are starting to accept the fact that this is more of a a social thing than anything else and i and i think there's a great opportunity here have you approached anybody in your circle out on the cape and i'm sure you know a ton of people that have inns or 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 hotels or motels or whatever that might be interested in something like this what has been the reaction to that
1: so i'm glad you brought that up
0: that's, uh, that's what i'm here for that, Derek.
1: <laughs> that's something that we're definitely open to yeah. I'd love to hear from, from some local Cape Cod businesses that are 420 friendly and that yeah. want to get into that event space. Right. I've got the ground transportation end of it covered. Right. And I'm sure I could come up with some sponsors. Yeah. So we can easily make something like this happen. Um, and we can you know try to keep some of these businesses alive. There's all these restaurants that have struggled through COVID. Right and then it's been so hard to find employees uh you know if they're coming down to tour my dispensary or any other cannabis business they're going to need to have lunch they're going to need to you know they're going to want to shop get some souvenirs get some stuff to bring back right so it should stimulate the economy and not to mention all that it'll also go to a good cause too because you're going to have a great time and then five percent of it will go back to the kids and you know i want to you know Uh, Keep stressing that there's people who are in prison today for cannabis nonviolent crimes and we're out here making a good living doing the exact same thing so you know there's kids whose mother or father are in prison for these things so I think it's the responsibility of us operators to be able to give back and pave the you know give back to the people that paved the way for us to be able to do what we're doing today
0: absolutely and and you know you're certainly one of them you know the socially responsible capitalist in the cannabis space i mean that is really the mantra these days of a lot of people i meet with and talk with and i you know i can see a movement uh, happening and you mentioned the last prison project not that we love to give self-promotion but we we do um steve d'angelo actually uh started it and announced within the first month of its operation Uh, when Kurt Dalton and I were doing We Talk Live out of a studio in Quincy, he was on with us in September of 2019 and right when it started and he announced it. So we've been uh, certainly privy to all the dealings with The Last Prisoner Project, Steve and his brother, Andrew, and they do a great job. And I can attest that in our weekly news, we report on the fact that there's already been hundreds of thousands, Of cannabis possession crimes that have been expunged. And people that have been in jail for years are now getting out for cannabis possession crimes. So they have really done an amazing job of uh, raising the awareness that these things, that these people are still in jail for now in many legal states, is a legal product. And 44% of Americans now have access to adult use legal states. That have cannabis so it's time for those naysayers out there to be enlightened you can certainly go visit cape cod cannabis down on wellfleet on the cape cod there to uh, learn more about this product or just use the old-fashioned way just google it my goodness i think there's enough information out there right now derek about this product in this industry i know it's pretty amazing and you came from the legacy world so you understand that you know what there is life after legacy in the legal side right
1: correct it's not easy you know it's very difficult um but this is such an exciting opportunity this is like when prohibition ended right and now we have an opportunity to build generational wealth right you know so having something like this that you can put in a lot of hard work and To be honest with you there's not a ton of money to be made out there it's not the green rush that everybody thinks it is so if you're getting into the business simply for the money you might be disappointed but if you love the culture and you love what you're doing there's plenty of money to be made for people to do what they love doing the cannabis industry needs everybody the same we have the same desires wants and needs that every other industry has We need lawyers, we need marketing people, tech people, IT like security, we need it all. So whatever you do, you can do that in the cannabis industry. And just because you might've sold cannabis in the past uh, doesn't mean that you have to just sell cannabis in the legal stuff. You could build your own cannabis lifestyle brand without ever having to get a license, you could just you know, purchase products from licensed cultivators and manufacturers and build a brand that way. Or if you're a really good grower, then get in and and, and grow cannabis, but don't just grow it for the money because there's too much Walmart weed out there. And, uh, you know, we need people that have talent and skills uh, and it would be great to get some of those people that have been, you know, incarcerated for this plant to be able to have a a future in this plant whether it's plant touching or not they can still get in one way or the other
0: absolutely uh derek how do people find cape cod cannabis and your uh, limo company give it a couple more plugs go ahead
1: so uh go on google that little startup company they're going to be something one day i think if you just google cape cod cannabis our instagram is cape.cod.canna uh and my limo company it's it's a, vi- a private like vip service it's usually word of mouth i do have an instagram it's elite limo co so you can check that out and just go on my linkedin
0: there you go that's how you find him. and he is derek d'ambrosio from cape cod cannabis and he is been and has been our guest on in the weeds live on linkedin so for Derek, my director, Dan French, I'm Jimmy Young. Remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. And don't forget, this Friday, Green Rush Live, we'll have an update from Washington, D.C. and the NCIA. We'll also check in with Frank Siegel. He is the head of Burns and Levinson's Cannabis Unit. uh Burns and Levinson's Cannabis Unit and They do all the legal work for cannabis in the greater Boston area and nationwide. They have their annual state of the cannabis industry next week in Waltham. So for everybody here at Pro Cannabis Media, we'll see you next time on In the Weeds, LinkedIn Live.